0: Welcome to this week's episode of Latchkey Movies, the podcast where we take a critical look at the movies your kids are watching without your supervision. Today we are going to talk about the 2005 movie Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. My name is Sarah. I'm the mom of a five-year-old boy.
1: And I am Briar Harvey, and I am the mom of an 18-year-old girl, a nine-year-old boy, and a three-year-old boy. Yeah,
0: that's how old they all are right now. I think you need to start calling your 18-year-old a woman. Oh. Okay. I just it's one of those no, things that I'm like right. actively trying to with do. You.
1: I I hate the word yeah. girl, the feminization of women. Mm-hmm. But I have not yet applied that language <laughs> to your own, to child. My own child. I
0: know. It's got to be hard, right? And it's
1: going to take some work. Yeah. But, i hear and acknowledge this (laughs) feedback i receive it
0: yes (laughs) oh it's something i work really really hard at i think the thing that i have the hardest like what makes it difficult for me is that i use guys Mm -hmm. so frequently and there really isn't like a feminized like casual form of that you know like ladies but that always sounds condescending right it really does sound condescending (laughs) It
1: sounds like your creepy uncle. Hey, yeah,
0: ladies, hey. or like the gym teacher, right? <laughs> <clears throat>
1: All right, so I'm the mom, fuck, of an 18 year old woman. How about I young do adult? Not how know about how young I feel adult? About that.
0: Why don't you just call her a young adult for now? Okay. For your transitionary. Piece.
1: Young adult. Yes. She's an 18-year-old. She'll be 19 soon. Yeah, How? Probably by the time this episode comes out, she will be a 19-year-old young adult.
0: Fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't Depend know. And on that note. <laughs> so I think we should caveat this a little bit. Um, we are recording much later in the night than we normally do. So we're we all had, a little
1: stir crazy and punch drunk, is that that what you're saying? Yeah, it's
0: I mean tonight. we had been for a while recording on Sunday afternoons and that wasn't working for us. So we are currently recording on a Tuesday night. It's nine o'clock my time. So eight o'clock your time? Mm-hmm. Okay. I
1: But Sarah is not a night owl. Like
0: no. this is peak
1: time for me. No. This is bedtime no. for yeah.
0: I'm I'm a morning person, as much as I hate that aspect of myself. <laughs> but and more like... so. Like, it's become more of a thing in quarantine life. I think because that's, like, the time that I have mm-hmm. to myself is mm-hmm. when I wake up. So anyways, yeah, I'm a morning person. But I wanted to also note that, like, it's been a while since we've had an episode where we've been drinking beforehand. (laughs) Because Sunday afternoons just don't lend themselves to that. Um, Well, I mean, they
1: do if you start early with day drinking and mimosas, but usually that is not the look we're going for. I
0: try to reserve that for special occasions, and we don't usually record on those. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, So I feel like that's important for... The sake of our commentary tonight. Um, so it's
1: Tuesday. Sarah's got. Sarah's had at least one
0: cocktail. No wine. It was a wine, oh, night. wine. I don't mm-hmm. usually drink cocktails during the week. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Those are totally for the weekend. Those are for
1: the weekend, of course.
0: They yeah. Are. So, yeah. And Sarah I, I, I mean, wine. like continuing to make that distinction <laughs> in this time of what is time.
1: Oh. 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 <laughs> Who is time? Are we is all here? I don't even know. And I feel like that plays into this conversation because we are what? Well behind now at this yes. in our in our normal production schedule yeah. because we put off so we stopped recording for a whole month. We were yeah. like mm, it's not happening right now. Right. And now we are we're obviously going to have to talk about Corona, even if we
0: don't want to. Right. Because this is our lives now. Yeah. Life. So, we were talking about it um, before we start recording. You know, we have our little touch base, state state-of-our-lives conversation that you guys aren't interested in. And Briar made the comment that she's watched this movie three times. Um, I have also watched this movie three times. And that is unusual for me. Like, I usually do two some movies won. I mean, if it's a movie that, like, my kids watched 101 times, I'll watch it one more one time before time. I record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This movie I've watched three times in the last month.
1: Now, here's the question. Has any of it stuck?
0: Not a thing. <laughs> I literally <laughs> just finished watching it for the third watch through, and I'm like,
1: what? I don't remember what happened.
0: And beyond that, I know this is a movie I watched pre-kids. Like, I know for a fact I watched this movie before I had kids.
1: So, when I told my husband we were doing Wallace and Gromit, he was like, ooh, which one? And I'm like, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. And he got visibly disappointed. He was like, oh... Well, but there are so many better Wallace and Gromit movies to do. and I'm like, Are there
0: any other full-length movies? I thought this was the only one. No,
1: this is the only full-length one, and that is why we opted to do this one, because it is the only feature-length mm-hmm. Wallace and Gromit. But I I do, I understand his, I mean...
0: I don't know. I kind of wish when we were talking about this, we... I, there's, like, a newer Shaun the Sheep movie that we mm-hmm. considered doing mm-hmm. um, about aliens. I can't think of what it's called right now.
1: No, but it might have been much more relevant I think we for should have done time. that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but why? Why did we have such a hard time with this particular movie? Is it just the state of the world right now? Is it this movie? Is it a combination of the two?
1: I think it's probably a combination of yeah. the two. Yeah, yeah. But but we'll get into the movie, because there's shit all we can do about the state of the world right now. Yeah. So.
0: This was a 2005 movie. I don't remember if I mentioned that in the intro. I usually do. Okay. It has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is good. Which is respectable for cartoon, or animation, I guess is better to describe this, because it's stop motion. Um, it won the Academy Award that year, but it was only up against two other films, Howl's Moving Castle and The Corpse Bride, which I think those are two movies we'll definitely cover at some point, uh-huh. especially now that HBO Max has the entire Ghibli. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so I excited. It's worth, it's worth it alone. We, uh, Don't tell the authorities but we split an HBO membership with my brother-in-law. So, or subscription, not membership.
1: So I had to upgrade to regular HBO in order to get this movie, Mm -hmm. and I kept it for the month. I have tried to use this time to watch other noteworthy shows on HBO. Yeah. That. No, no. Because you just don't have the attention span I don't have the attention span Mm -mm. for new TV shows of any kind. I have a self-care card in my planner. Mm -hmm. I love this thing. And I'm literally this square away from bingo because I cannot get into a new TV show. Mm -hmm. No.
0: Yeah, I'm having the same problem. And even like shows that I really (coughs) like that I was excited for... I'm just not like I can't get into additional episodes of. Mm -hmm. Or I'm also finding that when I do watch things, I'm not retaining anything, which is the exact same problem I had with this movie. Like, none of it's sticking. Like, I finished Shit's Creek. I didn't even know I finished it. Because I went back and I'm like, oh, why isn't this coming up in my continue watching on Netflix? And I went and looked and I'm like, oh, because I watched it all, but I don't remember. I don't remember. It didn't, like, stick in my head.
1: No. no, I've spent much of quarantine going through Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, which I have thoroughly enjoyed, but I am already committed to rewatching them again. Yeah. Possibly three times, because <laughs> none of it, like, I'll look stuff up online, like, What happened to this character? Yeah. Like, I I don't remember. I
0: just... Oh, yeah. It's just not sticking. So, I had that problem with this movie. Mm
1: -hmm. Three times had this Mm -hmm. problem with this movie. And I don't think... I I really... I only think it's partially this movie. Because I remember this film being very clever. Mm -hmm. I remember it being really really on the nose with mm-hmm. the risque comedy which is right. one of my favorite things like
0: I, I love when when kids will like yeah kids I mean this is rated G yeah. Oh yeah this is a kids movie but there is so when it... much adult humor in it And I love when it like crosses that like it has that th- that fine line between like adults are really getting it and sort of like is my kid understanding this? But then it's totally going over kids' heads. Oh, like no, totally. It's totally. Yeah. All of the
1: all of the vegetable and melon yep. talk, all of that. It's just it's not even a thought in their heads, but oh my god, it slays me. Or right. it should if I was more interested in this movie.
0: Right. And I would say too that like the best example I have of a movie of that, like a cur- like a Contemporary movie of that would be Shrek. I know, like, that, like, mm-hmm. I can remember watching that as an adult before I had kids and being like, who's gonna let their kids watch this movie? But the kids don't, it doesn't ever, yeah, no, it doesn't it, sink it in. It doesn't
1: register, which is really the best kind,
0: no, mm-hmm. like, because it, it's entertaining for everybody.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think. Production house-wise, DreamWorks probably does have the best grasp of that because it's not just Shrek. It's also the whole Dragon series and they've got others that have been really well done where I enjoy taking my kids and getting to watch an enjoyable Mm adult-ish type cartoon.
0: So we should note that this was DreamWorks, but it was in partnership with Aardman Studios. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that do the production of the Wallace and Gromit series, and I believe also Shaun the Sheep, although Mm -hmm. it's not popping up immediately. Um, And the technology that they use is, it is stop motion clay animation, Mm -hmm. but these characters are actually plasticine, not clay. And I don't know if that's like a a distinction that actually gets made or if that's just an industry standard, but we'll get into that at some point, I'm sure.
1: So I think the difference, I don't know, I I feel a little cheated here because plasticine, don't you have to bake it? Like, or... (laughs) I have
0: no idea. (laughs) You're asking the wrong person. I I, I, I
1: don't, (laughs) we may have to look it up. But one of the things I really have always loved about Wallace and Gromit is that you can see fingerprints and yeah. like if you look close, you, you there's a stray thumbprint here sure. or yeah. a stray finger here. Like I love that. For me, that just brings the animation to life.
0: Okay, so I should note that um, this is their second feature length film. The oh, first was Chicken second. Run, which. Oh, Have you we've... watched Chicken Run
1: recently? Yes, not recently though. No,
0: no, no. It's like literally about a concentration camp. Oh God! It's like it's like a World War Two Holocaust movie about chickens.
1: So so that's the thing about <laughs> Wallace and Gromit. While or Ardman. because humor... that's not
0: necessarily Wallace and Gromit. That's just Right, Aardman. that's
1: Ardman. But while the humor is on the nose, the messages <laughs> surely are sure. too. Yeah. And
0: so he... I don't know that we'll ever cover Chicken Run. So I feel like it's important no. to point out that the um, the director, Nick Park, of Chicken Run mm-hmm. has stated that Chicken Run started as a spoof. On the World War II movie, The Great Escape, which is about uh, POWs. Okay. If you don't know, it's like a very famous movie about POWs. Um, there's a very it's got an incredibly famous movie poster about it's the lead character on a motorcycle and that's part of like his escape. And his um, the, <laughs> the license plate on the poster is L33T, which is Leet. Which huh? is like I don't know if that is is that even a thing on the internet anymore? Like, do people still use that? <laughs> are we so old? <laughs> are we so that we so have old?
1: outdated. Leet speak. So that not, was like a not. gamer
0: like right. leet mm-hmm. speak leet speak and blah 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 whatever. Look it up. I don't know. We're not going to delve into it because we're not a gaming podcast. We are a kids movie podcast. <laughs> so should we talk about the cast here?
1: So, we have Peter Salas.
0: So, I feel like I should let um, Briar know this, because I was, when I was going through this cast list, I made, I didn't make full-on notes, I starred specific actors. You did. The actors that I starred, do you want to guess why I starred them? Can you think of the correlation that they've all had?
1: Um, you know, there's... (laughs) There's so many reasons why you could be starring them, and only half of them are good. Frankly,
0: <laughs> it is not. We're not going to have to have a talk in this episode. It's not about that.
1: <laughs> Yay! Thank God, no talk. So, Probably. Um, well, no, we haven't seen any of these people before,
0: have we? Uh, Helena Bottom Carter and Ray Fines. Was it Ray Fines in? Um, Kubo, he oh, voices the it? Moon King. Oh, okay. Okay. So we've talked about Wraith. Um, I we may have talked about Helena Bottom Carter. If we haven't, we will eventually. She's in many anything things. Tim Burton has touched.
1: <laughs> we have not gotten to many things yeah. with Helena Bottom Carter yet, but we certainly will. So, so
0: Rafe finds and Helena Bottom Carter have not been starred, so it's not Harry Potter. Okay. Okay. It's not Harry Can you Potter. think of another very British thing I might have starred people for?
1: A very
0: British thing. <laughs> All right. I don't want to draw it out too much longer. No. I... All the people I've starred have appeared in Doctor Who. Of course they have. Of course <laughs> they what, have. Because what, I mean, that... Doctor Who is basically like British Law and Order. It really is. So like Doctor Who is to British actors as Law and Order is to New York-based actors. So, when was Peter Salas... 1970s. Which doctor would that have been? I have no idea. I'm not up on my, like, pre-ten... Or pre-nine doctors.
1: Okay, that's the Ice Warriors, which would have been the second doctor. That would be Patrick Troughton for... Serious Who geeks.
0: Um. <laughs> so the three actors that were in Doctor Who are Peter Salis who plays Wallace, Peter Kay who plays the police constable, uh-huh. and Nicholas Smith who plays the Reverend. Peter Kay is the only one that was in contemporary <laughs> Who. He was in a pretty like well-known episode of oh, the Tenth Doctor. He was yes. in Love and Monsters. Yes. Yeah, which is the one with, like, the support group of people who've run into the Doctor and then, like, they all get, like, mushed together into, Mm -hmm. like... I don't even know. It's been a really long time since I watched it. That's one of the things I'm trying to rewatch right now is Doctor Who. Who? Yeah. Well, that might stick a little better. Well, because I've already seen it. Right. So, that's my input for characters. (laughs) Okay. Peter I don't one. know who he is I, the name is familiar but I, I I mean do I know who he is outside of this no no I got
1: nothing mm-hmm. I got if, it's it's if very not a
0: comedy fan
1: stand-up comedy he's got some good stuff on stand-up but no
0: it's okay. very British-centered. It um, And I feel like that's the case with everybody outside of Reef Fines and Helena Bonham Carter. Who are um, also they're British, very, yeah, I mean... They've broke out into American Hollywood side of production, whereas I feel like a lot of these other actors are strictly British actors. And that's an interesting, like, divide that happens. But again, we're a kid's movie podcasts. We're not a we're not a like serious British acting podcast, so
1: there we you go. could be. Let's be honest wanna. here. <laughs> mm-hmm. If if we wanted to be, you and I could do British room with a view of a staircase and a pond type
0: but reviews. I don't want to. But I don't, I don't,
1: I don't want to. wanna <laughs> no. no. I don't want to Okay. So Geraldine McEwen was also um in a bunch of Agatha Christie movies, if that anyone cares, probably not.
0: <laughs> she looks familiar to me, but I didn't see anything in her filmography that like stood out to me as something. And she plays the, um, the one of the customers, just uh, one of them.
1: Yes, <laughs> they're not. I mean, relatively, they're. If you're British, you probably know who these people are. If you are not, you don't care. And that is roughly where we're going to leave the rest of this cast. So on to the amazing but yet somehow forgettable movie of the week. (laughs) So we start with um, the cut-in sequence, which amazon informed me as i was watching with x-ray turned on that they wanted this to be like star wars epic and i'm like that's not what i'm watching here i'm watching like photos in a staircase yeah proves how they be room with a view of a pond. <laughs> it, 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 I, I, what? I, I cannot. I I can't even express to you. I don't. Like,
0: I don't, I can't grok that.
1: No. <laughs> Not in any way. Not in any way. So it's pictures in a staircase, which mm-hmm. is apparently epic. But it's all the past movies or shorts of Wallace and Gromit. Uh, Like, if you look at them, they're all there. They go to the moon. They've got, I don't know, cheese. Yeah, so
0: the main takeaway I have, as somebody who probably, I think this may be the only Wallace and Gromit thing I've ever seen. I've seen more Shaun the Sheep, um, is that they love cheese and... So they love cheese, and Gromit doesn't talk.
1: That's now, what I have. Gromit, Gromit, doesn't talk because he's a dog. Right. He's just a very smart dog. Yeah. He went to Hogwarts, by the way, I, or Dogwarts. I think. Is I what it. I think it's <laughs> Dogwarts. This movie, like all of these films, are really. I mean, there's so many inside jokes. You got to be watching really, really closely for them to drop in. And I'm sure we miss, will have missed more than we Uh, saw. Given given the
0: fact that I watched it three times and I don't remember anything. I'm sure. I'm positive.
1: So, okay.
0: I do like that, uh, the intro with them waking up to their alarms and then getting shot down the thing, and it's a very, like, Rube Goldberg, and it also kind of reminded me of live-action Casper. Yes, yes. I wonder what the origin of that trope is. I don't know. Oh, I guess that kind of happens in, like, um, Edward Scissorhands, too, like, elaborate machinery.
1: Well, and that's an old trope, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like that's been around for a while. I'd say we'd investigate that, but I don't know where to even look for
0: it. No, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't know what to call it. I wouldn't know where to start.
1: But, because it's featured in all of the Wallace and Gromit movies in some way. Like, they're, they're very heavily
0: technological and I say yeah. that
1: with air quote bunny rabbit like, ears.
0: tinkerers like honey I shrunk the kid. Right. Or...
1: Because as as we see in this movie the technology clearly doesn't work that well. Right. For the best of circumstances <laughs> the technology does not work that well. So. <laughs> but I like the intro where with the pictures on yeah. the wall. I think that may be uh, there's something about like the blinking eyes It's
0: so creepy. I mean, it it but is. that's what they do. <laughs> so there are
1: so many sequences in this movie where I'm like, "What the hell? Why is it so creepy?" Like the gnome when it turns yeah. its head with the ra- falling When all the rabbits, that, yeah. I'm like why? Why does it have to be so creepy? When all of the
0: anti pesto machinery like activates at the end of the night. I don't. Or in the beginning of the night. Right. Yeah.
1: It's all like, okay, now that's not even touching the sheer fucking lunacy of these people and their vegetables. Can we yes. just have a conversation about <laughs> these people and their vegetables?
0: You mean their veg. Oh, yes.
1: Their veg. <laughs> Because, holy balls, man. Like, so, so, the quarantine garden is clearly in full effect now, right? Like, there there have been stages to quarantine. First, everybody freaked the fuck out. First was the toilet paper stage. Right? First was the toilet paper
0: Second stage. Second was the... The baking bread stage. Baking like, bread. The, the yeast yes, stage. The yeast stage. Then there stage. was, like, the alcohol stage when like, oh, yeah. they started talking about how rosé might be in demand because they can't get it from France and like all the Karens freaked now, out. That was probably I love rosé. <laughs> yeah it
1: was probably only the influencers and the Karens who cared about the rosé because I skipped the rosé stage I gotta no, be honest I, with you. but I, I was I did, concerned. I did also move into The now quarantine (laughs) garden stage where everybody's fucking buying house plants by the bushel and growing their own. And I like container gardening, which is why my neighbors have, and I'm not shitting you here, paid me money so that i can just deliver vegetables to them when it comes time because i will have a quantity of leftovers. Well, that's squash. how that works, yeah. That's how that
0: works. But man. i just can never get my shit together early enough in the summer to have anything grow. Also, i'm that person where everybody tells you that like lavender is one of those things you don't want to actually plant in the ground because it will take over your garden. Mhm. And yeah, I can't grow lavender.
1: <laughs>
0: so I confess,
1: I am not a good houseplant mom. Yeah. I kill everything that I bring indoors. It grows fine outdoors. But for the most part, if I bring it in, I will eventually kill the houseplant. I'm the
0: opposite. I can get it to like take inside. Pre-cats, I could got things to take. Pre-cats,
1: yeah, Well, that makes. A no, I can't even start. cats are yeah. like the nemesis of.
0: So I can't even imagine growing vegetables for competition.
1: Hey, <laughs> right. so so let's get back to what we're supposed to be talking about. This movie, right. the vegetables or veg. I mean, like you gotta be fucking insane to go through this amount of labor. To grow something that you're not even going to eat. Yeah. That's what blows my mind. You're not going like to eat Like, no, that giant watermelon is indeed a thing of surfboarding beauty. But it's, you're not going to want to eat it either. Gonna, no, because it's too big. And as you see when it smashes with Wallace on it, or Gromit on it later, sorry, spoilers. But it's green inside. There's not actually any edible melon in there, yeah,
0: yeah. we yeah. don't
1: eat the six foot big carrot with the silken skin. God <laughs> so many sex jokes there.
0: Oh my God, would you eat like a six foot carrot? What do you think it would just be woody, wouldn't it? right?
1: like that's all I can think is that it would be so tough mm-hmm. you'd have to boil it
0: and then by that point, why bother? Why bother? <laughs> Who, who so, obviously, I mean, but like these people aren't growing these things to eat. Obviously. No, no, they're <laughs> growing them
1: because they're fucking insane. And, and it's, it's small town life.
0: And I have to like make mention of the fact that like they're okay, as an American, as I imagine American. everybody outside of London in England lives in quaint little towns, right? Where of they can like walk down the, the street case. and go shopping. And from the people that, like, I follow on things like Instagram, I have yet to learn that that's not the case. Like, it still seems very quaint when I'm watching these people in their daily lives. And I'm like, so, so I know that, like, internationally, people, like, make fun of the fact that, like, on American sitcoms and stuff, everybody lives in giant houses. And, like, that's obviously not the case. Like, Mm -hmm. what you see on TV is not what American houses look like. Like, Nobody in New York City who makes what Monica and Rachel make live in apartments like that, right? No. Even if it is rent controlled, nobody lives in an apartment like that. Um. So, like, I try to like remember that and like apply it. But is that really what people like? Is that actually what life is like outside of major cities in England? I think it is. No, it is. People are Um, growing giant veg. They're
1: growing giant veg. (laughs) There is no cute oppression towns. in Scotland. Oh, man. So oh, man. cute. I know. It's all... I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go watch Trick and Run again now. Because now that you've told me that it's a World War II concentration camp... Yes! In these here current times, <laughs> I do actually feel that it might be sort of relevant. And I'm like, hmm... Must have missed that. I don't know how you could
0: have missed it. It literally bashes you over the head. I didn't miss it.
1: I didn't miss it, but (laughs) it'll have different tones now. I suppose.
0: (laughs) Anyways, I feel like everybody in England lives in a quaint town.
1: Yeah, that that was the ultimate point there. They live in a quaint town, and they have vegetable-growing competitions where in... I don't know, one glowing day in September, we all come together before the harvest to measure our watermelons. Yeah. Victor, by the way, was never interested in her melons. And that scene there, (laughs) fuck, man. (laughs) I mean, and she grabs them and everything. Victor was never interested in my melons. Oh, my God. And my kids, even the nine-year-old boy who you would think would go, hey, melons, you know, in that Venus just... and Butthead kind of way. Nope.
0: No. Still. No. No. All right, then. All right, then. Can we talk about how cute the rabbits are in this The movie? rabbits
1: are very cute. They're
0: so stinking cute.
1: I mean, there's not much story to speak of here. No. Right? Like, we have vegetable competition, We have the introduction between Wallace and Victor. And it's clear we're competing for Toddy here. (laughs) And then there's the accidental conversion of Wallace into the were-rabbit. And and that's it. That's all that happens in this movie. There's not... There's not much else to speak of. And maybe that's why none of it's stuck, is because mostly it's, it's, what is it? It's beautiful animation of vegetables. (laughs) Yeah. And felted wool
0: hair. I know, it's so cool. I I can't help but watch a movie like this. And same thing when he did, like, Kubo. Mm -hmm. I just... The whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm, like, thinking about how they did it. Mm hmm My son's recently—well, not recently. He surprisingly loves Nightmare Before Christmas. And, Mm -hmm. like, we watched it this Halloween Christmas season, and we hadn't watched it in a while. And the other night we were um, watching—oh, I can't think of what it's called, but on Disney Plus there's a program about— a guy who's, like, hunting down props from Disney movies. And one of the episodes was about Nightmare Before Christmas. And, like, we were kind of watching it while he was doing other stuff. And he came in, and he was like, I want to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. So then that night, we had to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. And it was, like, one of those things where I had to, because that's usually the time that he's allowed to play video games. So I was like, dude, if you play, if you watch Nightmare Before Christmas now, you're not going to be able to play video games. And he was totally cool with that, which, like, That's not happened. All quarantine. And he sat and watched the whole thing. But, like, anytime I watch anything like this, I'm just Uh like, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm thinking about how they made the movie.
1: You know, that's interesting because we had movie night the other night, the nine-year-old and I did. And so I've been trying this thing since... Last month, I started this in May, I'm devoting myself to one actual, whole, real conversation with a person. During the week, it's usually a work person, but on the weekend, it's an actual family person, Mm -hmm. and I have three children and a husband, so that all breaks out fairly evenly. So, last weekend, it was the nine-year-old's day, and we opted for movie night and he did opt to turn all of the electronics Mm -hmm. off and this was his choice eat popcorn and cuddle with his mom and watch Onward which Mm -hmm. was uh, which I actually did not know the plot of beforehand and was really really gratified by Mm -hmm. how well that worked out for us as a Mm -hmm. movie night because all I had to look at him at the end was just be a good big brother okay yeah and then there were the tears. yeah
0: yeah it's a good movie we'll have to talk about mm-hmm. that one
1: we will have to do that one because that, that one, one is a really really good movie it's but...
0: controversial in my house because my son is terrified of it for some reason really but we'll talk about that another time yeah. <laughs> Also, uh, I'm going to mention it. That was the last thing, like literally one of the last things we did before everything shut down. We were those crazy that. people in a theater the week before everybody went into quarantine. And uh, so now every time I watch it, it's like bittersweet because it's like, oh, remember, remember the times. Well, <laughs> and Michael and Jackson was, plays.
1: That was what this happened for. I mean, that was how this happened, was he asked, when can we go see a movie in a theater Mm -hmm. again? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But here, let's pop popcorn and I will ply you with lots of candy and it will be like we're in a movie theater, okay?
0: Yeah. No, it was,
1: but, but it was still a fun evening.
0: We've I mean, tried to do that at home, too, because, like, we, before this all happened, we were, like, pretty consistently going. Our theater does $5 movies on Tuesdays, uh-huh. like, first run. If it just came uh-huh. out on the Thursday before, that's fine. You can that's still go fine. for $5. And it's one of those theaters that does um, pre-reserved seats. Uh-huh. So I could buy them as soon as tickets went on sale for $5 th- Tuesdays. So we had pretty consistently been going to anything that came out that was like kid appropriate, and I mean we've kind of talked about this before, but I think we maybe cut it out because we had decided we weren't gonna like focus on quarantine stuff and co- coronavirus. But like the reality is, for we're stuck with this. Here now. Yeah, this is our life for the next year, right? Let's. I mean, to an extent, regardless of what happens, however much opens up, this is this is around for a while. It's going to affect our, day, our day-to-day, however you choose to deal with that. Um, so we aren't doing that. We're not going to the movies. Movie theaters aren't open. And when they do open, I don't know when. I mean, that's one of the things that's, like, high up on my miss, things I miss. And I would like to go back sooner rather than later. But even if I felt 100% safe, nothing's even in the theaters. Right? And nothing's on the schedule for the theaters. Nothing I want to see is going to be in the theaters anytime soon. And I'm not going to make that, I'm not going to take that risk for Mulan or... Right. um, I'm not going to take that risk for the new um, Christopher Nolan film. It's just not as a big draw for me. I'm not like a Christopher Nolan like... It's not I enough mean, of a drop I kind for me. of
1: even am, and no, like, and and I miss movies too. I miss them a lot, but I just no. So we recreate them at home, I guess. But it's not the same, no. and it's not even my my TV is excessively large, mm-hmm. as far as I am concerned. I think we have a fifty-five inch TV. Mm-hmm. It is gigantic by my fucking standards i can see well enough on the damn thing mm-hmm.
0: and it's still not i, I, don't I know. think it's because i don't have any compulsion to pull out my phone when i'm in a movie theater mm-hmm. but at home i have to actively fight against that mm-hmm. and just the distractions in general when i'm at home no matter how well behaved my kid is i'm still gonna have to like Pause the movie for him to go to the bathroom or get a drink of water or, you know. And there it is. It's
1: the pause button. You have that option. Right. Let me go to the bathroom. Let me pop more popcorn. Let Mm -hmm. me do this, that, and the other thing. With a theater, you are forced to leave your butt in the seat Mm -hmm. or you will be missing something.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think so many of the experiences that I am missing are of those variety Mm -hmm. the things that are time sensitive or time limited in some way you have to go and do them and you have to be present for Mm -hmm. them and we just don't have any of those things right now
0: yeah for me it's absolutely movies and live theater that I'm Uh missing the most
1: God, I don't even want to talk about live theater. I might actually weep. hmm I... God. So, yeah. Let's get
0: back to Veg. So we're watching Wallace and Gromit that we can pay attention to three times we watched it. Now,
1: I think <laughs> that... There, I, I mean, overall, this movie is pretty
0: well done. And it I, is. I feel bad every time I watch it, and I'm like, and then I'm like, fifteen minutes later, and I'm like, what even just happened? I don't, I don't know.
1: And there are several points where I, I felt my attention wandering, and I think they were the same places every time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's not even the movie either. I I really, I I blame so much of this on my attention span right Mm -hmm. now. When we were talking before we started recording, I was saying how many people I know who have self-diagnosed themselves (laughs) with ADHD in the last month. Like, the number is extreme. Mm -hmm. And... I feel like that's probably all of us right now. It's just, there is no, there is no attention span. Mm -hmm. We're all very limited. And so cheese, cheese and vegetables.
0: (laughs) Two things I really enjoy. I love cheese and vegetables.
1: (laughs) I, 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 and I do like this movie. And I think that it bears coming back to, yeah. <laughs> probably not by us, yeah. but certainly if you've not seen this, don't, don't, don't use this particular Maybe down view. the
0: road we'll do another Ardman film and then we'll give like this movie its like due diligence because like right now I just, I, we tried, we really did.
1: <laughs> so hard, so hard. And it's going to be one of our shorter episodes, too, yeah.
0: I can tell. Like, we literally didn't even talk about Helena Bonham Carter.
1: <laughs> okay, we can cover her hair, though. Because I'm telling you, the felted wool hair is really remarkable. Mm-hmm. So, we didn't talk about plasticine. So, let me look that up real quick, because I am curious.
0: What's the difference, or if there yeah. is a difference?
1: Plastis. Um I did spell it right. Woohoo! <laughs> okay. It's a putty like modeling material made from calcium, petroleum jelly, and aliphatic acids, which are I'm not looking
0: up. I have no idea. I always just like to me it seemed like the The shinier, more plastic clay. Mm -hmm. Like um It's, yeah, it's modeling clay. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh hey, since I'm right here the four Wallace and Gromit films that won Oscars are In Order A Grand Day Out The Wrong Trousers A Close Shave and A Matter of Loaf and Death
0: but this was the only full length, so did they win for, like, short? Yes, they're all okay. short
1: films. Okay. A Grand Day Out is the one where they went to the moon. The wrong Speaking trousers. of going to the moon,
0: the Shaun the Sheep full-length, feature-length movie is Farmageddon. Uh-huh. And it's actually really good. My son loved it. I like, don't know for that I've movie? actually
1: watched it yet, so it's cute. I will add it to my list. There's an
0: adorable
1: alien in it. So it is similar to if you're an artist type Sculpey. Okay. So that is but it it does seem like it has to be baked. So then it, So
0: does it retain some like elasticity? So that's
1: probably the thing of and and the reason why they use it is because you can model it and then keep remodeling mm. it as you go.
0: Someday we'll go into stop motion animation, which
1: is significantly different than hand drawn animation in the way that it works.
0: It almost and seems unfair that they're put together in the same category. I mean, they're not.
1: They're not even the same thing, right. In terms of an art form, I, I don't guess think. the
0: reason that they're put into the same category is because they're traditionally geared towards children. But, right. I but also both have find like that wildly. Be right. Because, yeah. like, there's many, many, many that are not I on mean, both sides we, of that.
1: We've talked about this when it can, comes to just hand drawn animation, too. It's a travesty when we put animation for adults in the same category as animated films for children.
0: Yeah. Because, and I, I mean, I would even say that drawn. that's like the, That's the problem with. The like Academy Awards in general, right? How many amazing science fiction movies will had not ever won Best Picture and deserved it because they're science fiction? So, like off the top of my head, Children of Men and Arrival were both very much Academy Award worthy films. Should have been.
1: I don't know. I'll be honest. I have been boycotting (laughs) the Oscars since. I can't remember specifically the year. If we looked it up, we could find it. Because I can tell you the moment. The moment was the year that Denzel won the Oscars okay. for playing a corrupt cop. Because if that so, was it Training say-
0: Day? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Because if that Spent doesn't a while, say then. anything mm-hmm. about how we actually feel about black actors right. in Hollywood, I-, I can't. I can't help you.
0: I right? mean, I think. Part of, so the reason that I generally look up the films that we are covering and how they, like, um, performed Mm -hmm. is more to give, like, a comparison of what other movies were made at the same time. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is, what movie wins the Academy Award and doesn't win the Academy Award? What does that even mean? It it, it means so It generally means like you won the Academy Award because there wasn't a Disney Pixar movie that year. So one
1: of the things that has come up recently, and this is very industry specific and most people will probably be bored to tears, but I work in online business marketing, right? So the online space and coaching is a big part of that. And there have been a lot of scandals recently in the coaching world. And one of them has been very much about how you can buy your way into Forbes. (laughs) Yeah. So so people are shocked by this. And I guess maybe this is not a well-known thing, Mm -hmm. but you don't get nominated for the thirty under thirty list right. in Forbes, no, your you, publicist it's... buys mm-hmm. your listing in your thirty under thirty list. Your publicist also buys your listing for the coaches council. Mm-hmm. Your publicist pays for all of your writings, and I say that again with bunny rabbit ears because you didn't write them. Right. Your ghostwriter wrote them,
0: yeah. so that you can get.
1: Forbes
0: credentials I mean the same thing just look into like for your consideration campaigns for the Academy Awards right look into the whole scandal around publishing houses or whatever whoever's doing it Uh buying books for authors to show up on the New York Times bestseller list Uh because the amount of books that you have to buy to actually show up on the New York Times bestseller list is a drop in the bucket compared to like marketing costs Uh mhm
1: So they just buy the books. Mm -hmm. So it's all vanity metrics.
0: It can all be... Everything can be manipulated.
1: And the argument we will make and continue to make is that the Academy Awards are a vanity metric and nothing else. Mm -hmm. Now, if you care about it, I think... And we've probably talked about this before. The Screen Actors Guild Award is the one that in the industry people seem to care about. Mm -hmm. It's because it's your peers. It's voted on by your peers, right? It's voted on by your peers. You have to actually have a SAG card to be able to vote. And you know then that the people who are voting are people who potentially probably care about the craft. Mm The the Oscars here Are just, man, we've gone All over the place in this episode Tonight, <laughs> haven't we? Yeah. Veg! We're talking about veg <laughs> Holy shit I can't wait to write the, the Show notes for this episode <laughs> um, This week We talked about Well, fuck, you're just gonna have to listen Because
0: We talked about a whole lot of nothing And everything
1: And vegetables okay so let's wrap it up here
0: because (laughs) well i mean the story of this movie is very tropey it is they the entire movie they think they're hunting a were-rabbit but well they are Uh they think it's a giant monster, and the reality ends up being that the protagonist of the film is unknowingly transforming into a giant rabbit every night, and then the end, and blah blah blah, and everybody lives happily ever after. You thereafter. say unknowingly,
1: but surely once he kicked the switch, <laughs> foreshadowing would tell right. you. Right.
0: Oh, um, I, I know like that the going. end that Lady Tottingham has the bunny, the rabbit sanctuary. It reminded me of the Tining end. Ten. Yeah, Toddington. Sorry, Toddington. Has the rabbit sanctuary, and it reminded me of the end of the awful version of 101 Dalmatians and the Dalmatian Plantation. Oh, God. That was such a
1: terrible movie. I can't <laughs> wait until we get to pan more live action Disney movies. We should add another one of those no. to the agenda because that was them. such a good time. They're, They're all so, so terrible. <laughs> They're so bad. Oh. But I do. I like the 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 sanctuary and I like the how you never really get to know whether or not there's a relationship there. They yeah. leave that all kind of up in the air. Like Wallace sure. is maybe going to get a kiss, but no, she just pulls the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, this one gets a zero on the blubber ability scale, which is a you nice even change. What blubber about? I mean, there's nothing to blubber here. <laughs> there are no blubbers. Which is good because I don't think I can handle them right now.
0: I don't know what I would rate this movie. I don't but, think I can rate this movie. I don't know. I'm gonna rate this movie a what do you how do you like I'm gonna historically take yourself out of voting? It. Right.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm gonna historically rate it what I remember it being as a four. Because if I had to judge it based on my viewing of it today, it'd be like a two and a half, and I'm sure that it's better than that. I just I'm not better than that.
0: There's got to be a term for when I I recuse myself. Is
1: okay, that right? fine. I recuse yeah.
0: myself from voting. <laughs> it's just not fair.
1: I'm I can't. sure there's a fancy German word for this lack of attention oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> span that we all have. There's got, I mean, because there's a German word for everything.
0: If there's not, they're making one. No.
1: Uh, uh, surely, surely they are. But just no attention span. Guppies. We'll just call this the episode of Guppies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, like, I don't know.
1: I will say I find this one appropriate for every age. The three-year-old yeah. liked it. The five-year-old liked it. The nine-year-old liked it. The 19-year-old actually got some of the jokes.
0: When so. I was watching it tonight again, um, my son asked to watch it tomorrow, and I was like, sure. <laughs> I'll watch it a fourth time and I'll not remember anything. i watch un- it again remember and not remember. It's fine. Oh, man. Oh, man. I feel like we really have to pick, like, a good one. For our next movie to, like, draw us in.
1: So, next time, our next recording session is supposed to be a deep dive. And I think that we are going to have to skip that for now.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we can make that work. We'll have to talk about it. I don't
1: know. It. I don't know. What can I can, do? Can we deep dive on anything with the attention span of And
0: yeah, I don't know. All right. So I'm, I'm gonna only going to talk about it one more time. I think okay. part of it is when my kids like going to school, I get time to form thoughts. I don't have that time right now. There is no time for me to like fully form a thought.
1: So I work at home. I homeschool my children. Very little of my actual day to day routine has
0: changed. Okay.
1: But I'm still missing, like, but there are things that I used to do that I don't get to do. Like, I used to walk across the street for a big-ass piece of baklava, and I'd sit there with my laptop in the air conditioner and drink baklava, and eat baklava and drink Turkish tea in silence. Well, relative silence. Right, right. And and I do that because I picked up a client or because Mm -hmm. I needed to be alone or I needed to just not be touched for an hour. Mm -hmm. Like, there were no reasons why I had to leave. Mm
0: -hmm. And that's
1: so much of what it is for me right now. My husband and I recently started walking every night because like an idiot, I decided that the best way for me to decide to get in shape was to do the 75 hard, which if you are not familiar with the 75 hard is basically an exercise in masochism. Like (laughs) you're supposed to exercise for two 45 minute sessions a day. One of them has to be outside. You have to stick to your diet. You have to drink a gallon of water. You have to read 10 pages of a Business book And it has to be an actual paper book Kindle doesn't fly And then you have to take a progress picture Of yourself every day Surprisingly the progress picture Often has done me in But if you don't meet it Every day you start over The next day Hence 75 Heart And the face that Sarah is making (laughs) right now Is No appropriate And it's probably the same face all of you are making But I dove into this because I was like, I got to do something different that that's not the same. I my life hasn't changed that much. And I'm sick of the monotony of it. Like, how can that? I don't I don't know how people who don't have to deal with their kids every day are, I'm sure y'all aren't handling it, because I'm only handling it okay, and I'm used to them being home all the time. Yeah. But I can't Ah. escape. (laughs) It's it's where we're all at right now, and uh, on that cheerful and joyful note... (laughs)
0: Uh, how do we usually end this? (laughs) Well, usually we
1: talk about what's coming next, and But we
0: don't know yet,
1: because I don't know.
0: I don't know. No, we have this
1: calendar planned out, but guys, like, the whole world has changed while we were waiting for it to change back, and that's not happening. So I think we'll play it by ear, and we'll see what comes next, and... If you have thoughts or suggestions, we will gladly entertain them at this stage of the game. Call us. That's 402-885-4875. You can email us, slash keymovies at gmail.com. We are on Facebook and Instagram. We don't post there often, but we do check messages so that you can leave us a message or get in touch with us if you have thoughts. And we would love to hear from you. Seriously. You guys, the core group of you continue to grow every time we put out a new episode. It's absolutely wild and fascinating to us how organic (laughs) our growth has been, especially considering how badly we are about promoting it. (laughs) So if you're listening and you have thoughts, please do give us a shout out and let us know what you think. And we will go from there. Hopefully with a movie that we can actually talk about next time. So We're
0: going to really think about that. Cause... We're going to try hard, guys. Promise. We're not going to do you like this again.
1: <laughs> we're going to yes. try really hard not to do you like this again.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, God. Feel free to just... Cut this at any time. Bye, guys. Bye.